it's not about like having the best players in all the positions. It's just about having good like above average players to fill those voids and and things like that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like you, you, you don't want a weak link. You don't have to yeah. be an all-star player in every position. You right. just have to play well as a team too. Yes. Alrighty, guys. Hello and uh, welcome to the Bull Bros, the podcast series where we talk about the Los Angeles Chargers, our favorite topics. And our opponents, which we're not playing this week, but at the end of the day, uh, I am, of course, Andrew, and I'm uh, joined with my two co-hosts, James and Kyle. Say what up. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get into it. Go. Let's go. Bolt Bros. Let's Bolt go. Today's episode, uh, we're talking about what we've learned so far from the OTAs. And by the way, I, I don't even know what the, what even that means. It's organized team activities. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. I know. I had, you know, to, got I, a had little I had to Google that myself, too, to be honest. I'm like, shoot. I'm like, what oh, the hell's an OTA? Yeah, what everyone, is that all about? Everyone's talking about these OTAs. What is OTA, man? It sounds like a, some kind of weird procedure, you know? <laughs> I, got a, I got a case of the OTAs. Yeah, yeah, the OTAs. What's up? What's that mean? What's that mean? <laughs> Right. (laughs) But uh, but, you know, it's interesting. Right. I mean, it's exciting to take a look at this. And I think we should really probably start out with the offense. Right. And, um, you know, really kind of get into some of the things that are going to change with the offense this year. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I've seen so far is uh, is what you what you called uh, Mr. Herbert. You call him Swolbert. Is yeah, that what it is now? That's right. Swolbert, man. Swolbert, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's 6'6". He's 245 now. Yeah. He'll probably be 250 by the start of the season is what I'm thinking. That's ridiculous. That's amazing. That is absolutely crazy for a a quarterback. I mean, come on now. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. But, yeah, he's kind of getting to that Josh Allen kind of size as a quarterback. And and there is a good comparison to both of those quarterbacks. Great arms can move. I mean, just could make the throws when necessary. Yeah. Now, I, I kind of think like, you know, Swobert, and I'm going to call him Swobert from now Swobert. on. Swobert. I mean, he's going to throw the ball like like Uncle Rico, you know what I'm saying, over those mountains, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about 70-yard 70, 70 bombs. Now we're going to be out of the stadium bombs, dude. <laughs> See you, boys. Yep. See you, guys. Yeah, great. <laughs> Swobert, Lit, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking more about the uh, that Chiefs game where, like, you know, he went and he ran out, like, around the edge. And then, like, yeah. uh, that safety freaking came over him, and he just freaking checked the dude instead of, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, checked him down. See you, bro. So now, like, that dude's going to, like, you know, he's going to be able to take on, like, a lineman now, dude. It's like, holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, and it's good, right? Because the NFL is a tough, it's a tough season, right? You're, you're, you're going to get hit a lot. Yep. You know, you're, you're going to make a lot of plays. You know, you're under a lot of piles. It gets nasty under those piles, guys. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, you know. Every 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 football player that I've known is like, oh, yo, it gets nasty. Like, try and gouge your eyes out. They yep. jab you. They punch you. They oh, yeah. try and hit you in the baby maker. All the above. Oh, That's yeah. just what they do, you know. Yep. Having a little having a little extra weight on your body is a good thing. Now, yep. I will say this: couple couple things I thought about. You know, um, there's a lot of interviews. I know Haley Elward had one with him, and then and then obviously Justin's talked about OTAs and so on. The thing that I think is exciting, we talked about this last week a little bit too, is that he's now going to be in the same offense for the first time in what five or six years. Yeah, six right. years. And yeah. so cool. He was very clearly, even last year, he said, Yo, I was still so confused. You know, there was just things I wasn't figuring out. You know, I you know, at the end of the season I know he definitely had it figured out, but 
people are talking about him being an MVP candidate. This year. You know, he, he is he's yeah. the lead for the MVP. And yeah. by the way, I am putting a grand on the Chargers to win a Super Bowl this year, too. Do I still got to figure out where I'm going to do sure. it. I'm, I'm, yeah, you better believe that. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And so I will be do I will it. be throwing a grand on it, dude, hey, for real. Yeah. Um, heck, I might even throw some money that uh, Justin Herbert wins the MVP this season too. I might yeah. even do a little little parlay bet, yeah. a little parlay yeah. bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, do, 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 <laughs> do some fun. Super Bowl like and MVP. Woo. Super Bowl MVP. Oh man, this hit dose. Woo. So what about um, and Super Bowl MVP? So you get oh man, all the MVP, fun. Super Bowl and. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP. Wow, mm-hmm. trifecta yes. right there. Yes. Uh, that, that we'll, we'll do. We'll do the next podcast in my Bugatti, boys. We'll do in my Bugatti. <laughs> What's up? Oh, we'll like go that. in my Bugatti. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Nice. Very nice. No, but what, what are you guys' thoughts on Herbert this year? Right. I mean, I mean, let's. You know, I mean, look, again, we're talking about the offense, but mm-hmm. let's let's talk. I mean, he's he's the captain of our offense. Right. And you know. What's your thoughts? You know, what's your thoughts on MVP? You know, where he's coming at, you know, second year in the system, yada, yada. What's, what's your general yeah. thoughts? So I know in our past uh, podcast, we chatted a little bit about, you know, and I kept saying there's specific games of the year where Herbert's going to be. That's it's defined. I'm going to win the MVP games. Correct. It's obviously yeah. going to be kind of in the later of the season. And I've always been a big fan going into the season saying he's going to be the guy that's going to be able to win the MVP this year. Yeah. Um, He has all the right tools all around him. He's got a stronger line now with adding Zion on the front line too, who just signed, which is great to see him under contract already. Now it's still that right tackle position. We're still trying to figure out, which we'll get that situated, but adding you know, and, and, and coming in with all this hype in the season is going to be exciting because now he's got a continuous offensive uh, coordinator system, same guys. What the heck is he going to be this year? Cause I mean, we start yeah. going in with the hype yeah. of adding MVP to him already and claiming Vegas is basically claiming he'll be the MVP. I mean, he had a phenomenal season last year. He threw over 5,000 yards. He's, I still feel he's going to get over 40 passing touchdowns this season. Dude, the sky's the limit for this guy. What if he gets to 50 touchdowns this season, yeah. which crazy. Could Crazy. be a possibility. Like he Crazy. could be in that upper yeah. echelon as yeah. quarterbacks yeah. to get to 50 touchdowns. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where this could be. Yeah, and it's exciting to see that. And um, I don't know. It, I don't really know where we're going to be at, but I think the hype is so real going into the right. season. And as a Charger fan, we have to be yeah. fully excited about what he could do. So, I don't, Kyle. What's your thoughts on where Justin Herbert could be this season? Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to be, uh, everywhere and every and anywhere, dude, all at once. So just, <laughs> Whoa. just, just like, he's like the movie. wind, dude, he's going to be the wind. There, yeah, dude, he's, he's freaking <laughs> like, he's going to be omnipresent out there, dude. He's going to go freaking <laughs> super saiyan. I mean, he's already, he's already became Swolbert, you know, so he's been training with, yeah. with Goku all year, you know, so he's evolved. Yeah. yeah he's evolved. Dude, yeah. <sighs> so, I mean, like we, we've talked about before, you know, like he's, um, 100% he's he has all kinds of fire in it, in him now with uh you know the way that season ended last year you know he hated sure. going into uh, radio row um you know during the playoffs yeah. and just talking about the yep. stupid game like where he lost or whatever like that and the why he's not in the playoffs and stuff so yeah i mean the there and not only just him but like the entire organization has seemingly been like now yep. we're we're out for blood now you know like they're yep. Yep. wanting to make this a winning team 
and we're we're going for this division. And honestly, like we have like probably one of the best teams in the AFC West right now. Oh, like yeah. I one hundred percent believe that. Like, I mean, yeah, okay. So the Broncos got Russell Wilson, whatever you know. Like in uh, and and obviously the Chiefs still got like freaking Patrick Mahomes, but a lot of the the rest of their their parts and like their important like pieces just haven't really been done a whole lot. The Chargers yeah. did all of that. Like we yeah, they did everything. We yeah. literally did all of that. We filled all the holes and it's not about like having the best players in all the positions. It's just about having good like above average players to fill those voids and and things like that. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like you, you, you don't want a weak link. You don't have to yeah. be an all-star player in every position. You right. just have to play well as a team, too. Yes. Justin Herbert's a bit of a perfectionist, right? You yes. know, he he focused on what was his, like, five-step drops, his yeah. seven-step yep. drops, like mm-hmm. footwork. Yeah. You know, those, those little things that he wants to smooth over. And, and he's a biology major. That guy's yeah. smart. Super he said smart. he wants yep. to be a doctor. I think his brother's a doctor, too, right? Now that he knows the offense, and we talked about this a little bit last week, but I do think, and, and I, I'm getting the impression more now that he's probably going to be the general on the field doing a lot of audibles, right? Yes. Uh, he'll yeah. change the play at the line a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so exciting, right? Because, you know, you, you don't, last year they did not do any of that, right? It was just, yeah. no, here's the play, you go execute it, that's it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I also think there was, you know, he didn't, they probably, you know, held him back, maybe had 50, 70, maybe 50, 70% of the, the, the playbook. Yeah. Now he's got the whole playbook open. And he's going to be able to do a lot more with it. So I'm really excited to see. I mean, um, I look, Herb, Herbert's a stud. We know that, yeah. right? I think he can be an MVP type season for him this year. Um, he's got a line for it now. He's got mm-hmm. all the weapons around him. Um, one of the weapons I wanted to talk about was Everett, our new yeah. tight end. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay, so I asked myself this one. One of our biggest reasons why I don't think we made the playoffs, we did not be the Raiders, was what? Parham was out. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. he is such a difficult person to cover. Now, again, he's not a blocker. He's more of a, a touchdown guy, Yeah. but man, he's so tall and he, yeah. you can't, you can't defend the guy, yeah. right? You, yeah. I mean, you, you know, so, and then I think Everett is a more overall good yep. tight end, sure. right? Um, so he'll be, he'll be good in the, the run game or the, 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 the pass protection game, yep. you know, if the right side needs some help. But also he'll be you know productive in, in the past game. So, you know maybe, yeah. maybe what's your thoughts on Everett? Um, you know Kyle and James uh, as far as you know what what we think what we can expect from Everett this year. Yeah, I mean you- I I think overall I think we'll we'll have a lot of uh, you know I think he's a good great transition from Jared Cook um, because yeah. Jared Cook yeah. was he was honestly he was a good overall person and he came in clutch yeah. on a lot of those third down situations and stuff. Um, because he's also really a tall guy that was really hard to defend and stuff. So, um, and yeah, and so Everett is, he has a ton of experience, um, and he's going to be able to be that type of person as well for us. Um, he's going to be good at blocking. He's going to be good at catching. Um, and yeah, like he's going to be doing a lot of different roles, um, on any given down. And, um, so yeah, I 100% think that he's, we're going to be all good for him now. With that said, though, like I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing Trey McKitty's uh, progression yeah. um, because yep. he really stepped up um, a lot when Parham went it, down, and um, so I know that he's like you know, obviously Parham and Trey McKitty are probably our future when it comes to the tight end position. 
Um, but they just yeah. need a little bit more veterancy in that thing. But yeah, like I mean, just to to hit it home, yeah, uh, Graham's going to be amazing for us, uh, and he's going to be able to really you know prove his worth uh, in uh, tenfold this year. I feel like. Did you just call him Graham? Did you say Graham? I did say Graham. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's Graham? Yeah. Graham Crackers? I'm doing it for the Graham, you know, for Instagram. I'm doing, That's it, doing it for the Graham. <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever. Oh, Jared, yeah. Ever, Jared Everett. 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 Yeah. Everett. So, yeah. yeah, Jared Everett. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say Graham. I was like, who, like, who, I was like, who's Graham? Yeah. Graham. Graham <laughs> let, me, let me just repeat that part again. You know, so like, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, so I believe that Everett is going to uh, prove his worth tenfold. Uh, in the in this coming yeah. season, um, because you know of filling that void of Jared Cook leaving, and hey man, I, we're all still like in love with uh, Antonio Gates, you know. But hey, yeah. you know well, we got we got to move on from him eventually, you know. So um, yeah. I think I think we we have a really good uh, tight end core uh, on our hands right now. So yeah, yeah, you know, sure. it's an interesting thing that like Justin Herbert kind of taught, talked about um, Everett too, and that how he did jet sweeps too. Yeah. Um, and I think it might've been with Seattle. And so it's like to be a tight end, to be able to do jet sweeps is kind of an interesting thing because that takes a little bit of speed to be able to get going and run around yeah. and be able to be yeah. mobile. And, uh, you know, just adding that little dimension and that, that, you know, wrinkle that we could add to the offense. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if he even try to do that this year. And the one thing too, about, uh, Gerald Everett is that he's really good after the catch. So he's, I've been saying yep. for a long time this team needs a yak-based player, yards mm. after catch yeah. kind of guy. And I think that he could be that guy for us. And, I mean, Keenan Allen's great. Mike Williams is great. I think they're both great. Josh Palmer's great. I I mean, I'm not saying he's – he's he's a good third receiver for us. Um, and, and even Guyton, too. But we need that guy yeah. that could just get that extra effort, not yeah. just get to the line to – get the first down let's try to get that extra effort kind of guy and i think everett could yeah. be that guy for us okay. this year yeah so i i think that he could have a great great season with us um and i'm excited to be able to see him get really integrated in this in this offense too so it's a learning experience for him because he he obviously is first year in this offense too so um but i think really the the, the root of it is is block and catch block and catch yep. yeah. block and block catch. And catch yeah <laughs> well um, yeah and 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 yeah, you're you're exactly right. It's kind of funny. I I love Allen to death, but he catches the ball and then falls on the ground. I mean, yeah. very very rarely yeah. does he ever try and turn and then move upfield. You know, yeah. if he it's anyone's even near him, he does that. Yeah. One of the guys that I think could be an interesting person for us uh, this year is uh, DeAndre Carter. DeAndre Carter, yeah. Um, he yeah. might yeah. be also a jet sweep guy as well too, because mm-hmm. um, you know from special teams, he's a wide receiver. I think he could be moved into that sort of Debo Samuels type of kind of role. You know, the one thing I've taken away from the OTAs so far is that it's very clear that positions are still up in the air. Like when you and I apply for a job, we get a resume. Yeah. We say, Hey, this is what we do. This is me. This is what I've done in the past. This is their res. This is their job interview. They're out there catching balls um, and they're trying to figure out where to put them, right? Yeah. And and find a, a job or a role that makes sense with their skill set. 
And that's really what they're trying to do. And so, but I do think DeAndre Carter is going to offer more to us this year than just a kickoff returner, right? I think he's going to be used in the offense quite a bit. So, so I, I don't know. That's another guy I kind of want to throw in the ring for like jet sweeps and just kind of some sort of trick plays type, you know, maybe some screens and some things like that. I think he could be uh, kind of a difference maker, which I think is pretty cool, right? It'll keep the defense honest and, you know, well, what do we do with uh, DeAndre Carter? We don't have a guy out here. They might have four wide receivers, and they yeah. just, you know, I, I just think a lot of interesting things could come into play with him. So, anyways, I want to throw his his uh, his name out there as well. Yeah, yeah. and even with the OTAs, um, Brandon Stately talked a little bit about what he looks for during this time. And yeah, he basically kind of said, and I'm not trying to jump to what Brandon Staley's saying, but at the same side, it kind of coincides with what you're saying here is that. Yeah. You know, yeah. he talks about evaluating each player by assignment, technique, and effort during yep. this phase of, yep. phase of the offseason. So, yep. really, if you show the effort, if you're showing that you've got great technique and you're doing the right thing that he's asking you to do, they'll find a way to put you in the system. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think yep. that's the thing that these guys could just be those difference makers, the guys that could find where they could be placed on the to be able to have some field time. And I think that's really what this whole part is right now. And execution is one thing. I mean, even to say last year with our defense and whatnot, like there was bad execution a lot of time, which basically led to terrible, you know, 300 yard run games against us or whatever it might be like just getting toasted, roasted the entire time. Like, right. Yeah. So bad execution. It's not saying any knock on the players last year, but there was this bad execution as all. So I think, they came in with this mindset of like, let's make sure we find the right guys for the right positions, for the right situations, and they're doing the job correctly. Yeah. And so, yeah, exactly. Once again, it's a job interview. Make sure they're it doing is. it correctly. So it is. Yeah. It, it really uh, is. It, it it really struck me. I'm like, this is a job interview. I mean, and again, you got undrafted free agents that are invited to camp, and yep. they don't have a spot. They're fighting. They're hungry. They hungry. Yep. They want to eat. They, that's oh, right. You know, they hungry. They hungry. That's right. <laughs> But I, I will say this, offensively, we have a lot of depth, right? And that's the that's such a great – again, we're not talking about, okay, we got one right tackle, right? We got four, five options, right. and they can move people around, which is really cool. So, anyways, I think depth is great. Go ahead, Kyle. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, and I was to say it's, it's not just that we have depth. It's that we have, like, good depth, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because a lot, yep. all the players that we have on offense are, in a lot of ways, good like you know they're yeah. they're all really good players and stuff and so i'm i mean maybe maybe there's a few fewer or uh, one or two here that are like uh, kind of like duds or something like that you know like and obviously <laughs> we can cuz we can talk all day long about that right tackle uh position like we did last uh last episode yeah. you know um because i mean l- let's face the facts though too yet yeah. what happened on uh, the raiders game with storm norton versus max crosby um I mean that's that's a high hill to kind of manage. I mean Max Crosby's yeah. outstanding, uh, yep. and you know like in and obviously Storm Norton was just probably not up to par with him there. Uh, yep. So I think it might be a little unfair to say that you know oh Storm Norton's trash you know just because of that one game you know because there are some other games that he actually did fairly well. Um, Very well. Yeah. So yep. yeah. Um, but, you know, that's just it, though, too. Like, I mean, I think the biggest problem is, like the Chargers Weekly actually mentioned, um, is that uh, the the issue is, is, like, more so that the importance of that game was more of what people are really mad about. Because, like, yep. yes. that's yes. really why, 
you know, in a lot of ways, like he gave up just so much and put let too much pressure happen to Justin Herbert um, to really you know scramble around and stuff. So, um, but yeah, that's yeah. My, my my only thought on that is like, okay, you see he's struggling. Mm-hmm. Put Trey McKinney on that side there and chip him. Yeah. Right. I don't yep. understand why. Because there were so many times I did not see them putting an extra tight end there. Right. And I understand they were trying to get guys downfield. We had so many third and longs and fourth and longs and whatever. Yeah. I kind of get that they had to spread the field out. I understand that. But, man, there were just so many times I just kept thinking, Mm -hmm. dude, like, put somebody there, you know, do something, you know. Um, I don't know. It just it it seemed a little strange for me. Well, even to say that take storm Norton out and give him a breather, put in Trey Pipkins. Like, sure. yeah, you know, get somebody with fresh legs out there. Like yeah. when a guy's struggling, I, I, I think you take him out. Like it's for instance, like in basketball or whatnot, if a guy's shooting the ball and he's not shooting well and he's over 10 and yeah, you know what? Not, sometimes a little breather, a little bit of a break, isn't a bad thing maybe to get your mind right. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I don't think that's a bad thing to be able to do something like that. I understand continuity on an offensive line, but at the same side, I, I mean, if a guy's getting pushed back like a like a sled in training camp, basically, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's on ice skates over here. He's he's getting pushed around. <laughs> he had, gave up eleven pressures. Just he looks gassed. Yeah, like yeah, right. Put in somebody that's fresh, yeah, that's that's, but... that's an interesting point though, James. I, I I you're right. Why why don't they do that more in the offensive line? They do it on the defensive line all the time. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's it is a rotation all the time. And then the line moves around, and I kind of get it, you know. You, you're you, and, and it's probably because of block schemes and what you're trying sure. to accomplish. Okay, you're running the ball to the right, running the ball to the left. That's fine. But you're right. If it's a pure pass play, they know it's. I mean, you know, you're not running the ball on fourth and twenty-five, right? That's not happening. Yeah. Right. right. If you're going for it on fourth and twenty-five, you're not running the ball. Yeah. Put Trey Pipkins in there. Yep. Um, yeah, and switch it up. Yeah, I, I, that's a really good point. I know, yeah. and we don't want to beat a dead horse. We talked a lot about this last week, but I will say this. One last thought. I do think the line is going to be the interesting discussion point yeah. offensively this year moving forward. Right. Because yep. um, I, I still think there's some discussion that they might move Filer over. I mean, we're not even talking about Hymas. Hymas was amazing. Yeah, he yeah. did really yeah. well. Um, I, the, look, the one thing that I will say, it's it's nice to have the depth we have across the board. We're kind of splitting hairs on who starts where. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, that's definitely yeah. a conversation we're going to have moving forward a lot. So, sure. yep. Anyways, stay tuned to that. One other guy I, want, I was thinking about too is uh, Isaiah Spiller, right? Yeah, thousand yeah. percent. What do we think about him, right? Because I mean, obviously Austin Eckler didn't show up to. I think it was Joey Bosa and Eckler didn't show up to OTAs at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've kind of earned that right. But um, but Spiller, man, you know, again, he's got good hands. He's he's good in open field. I think he could have a breakout year. I I really feel like, Ooh. but then you know um, I don't know. I, I I just think he could do a really he could be a nice running back too, and yeah. you know I, I just I just see a lot of good coming from him. You know maybe even have a two two running back sets. We've talked about that a couple times. Be really interesting to see what kind of formations they go up with those two running backs. So yeah. I don't know. What, what are you guys' thoughts on Spiller? You know as far as what you've seen in OTA so far. You know, he's he's a very patient runner uh, from yeah. what I've noticed. And that's a good thing because I, I do notice that some of these guys like Larry Roundtree or, or Justin Jackson, they don't kind of wait to see that hole and then go. They kind of seem like they just go where they tell them to go kind of thing. Yep. So 
I'm just going to run right to this pile of people where it's like, hey, man, like give it that little break and then find the, the crease and the gap and then go through the gap. Yeah. And yep. yeah, that's one thing that I've noticed about him, too. I can't remember who I was watching or what podcast it was, but they were talking about the O-line from it was Texas A&M is where he came from. Was it A&M? Yeah, Texas A&M. Texas A&M. So they were talking about that O-line being one of the worst O-lines like in college football. And he oh, still yeah, got geez. over a thousand. So wow. there was some predictions that people were saying that like Eckler and Spiller could potentially be over a thousand yard based, like yeah. running backs. Now, once again, I'm not going to say like a thousand yard rushing, but I'm going to say a thousand yard as in total. Well, I guess I could probably say that you could probably say close to about a thousand yards, potentially rushing for each one, which would be phenomenal to be able to have two backs that could do something like that. Right. Cause yeah, now you got sure. the pass game and everything too. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but the thing is, though, they're going to be able to keep each other fresh, which is going to yeah. be a good thing. Yeah. And so I think that's what Eckler missed a lot last year. I mean, Big both time. of them could catch the ball and run after the, after the ball and get that yak. And I think Eckler was fifth in the league for yards after catch last year. So bottom line, adding that second wrinkle, 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 wrinkle. I said wrinkle, <laughs> a wrinkle, a wrinkle, a wrinkle, that? wrinkle. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. But adding that second wrinkle to this uh, <laughs> offense is going to really open up the game. It would be cool to see if they put two backs in the backfield, too. Yeah. I love um, those sets. Yeah. I think it would be great. And Xander was one of the guys, too, that they were talking Xander about. Yeah. yeah. And that he could be that kind of guy, too, that could be thrown in some weird little packages, too, in the back end. So now there's a battle there between them and, uh, and uh, also um, – uh, because Gabe is also really good buddies with Herbert, which yep. sometimes going back to a job interview, it's about not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly so right. yeah, we'll yeah. see where that fits in with that battle too. So I don't know. Since yeah, we yeah, haven't well, they, had Derek Watt, it's kind of been a little bit of a gap for us. Exactly. Yeah, you know? Well, and it's interesting. Like Horvath was a linebacker switched to a fullback or a, yeah. well, running back fullback. Yeah. Um, Kind of reminds me of my, the guy that I wanted to charge to draft, old Tyler Algier from BYU, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, linebacker converted to a running back. And so, but he, here's the thing. He's a freaking nature. He'll probably be a special teamer. That's probably where he'll start out. He'll probably come in for a few plays, like maybe really short goal, goal lines, but really interesting. So, yeah, I know, Kyle, you know, you've got plenty to talk about here. So, yeah, what's your thoughts on the, on the <laughs> running back crew here? No, no, no that's great. Yeah, no, no. Like, on, well, honestly, like, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Isaiah Spiller is, I think he's the shoe in for running yeah. back two for sure, you know? Um, but I, I also think that, you know, he's going to actually light it up a, a lot. Um, and I think if they, if he and Eckler both get like, you know, 15, uh, carries a game at, at or so like that, like they're easily, they can probably make, um, a hundred yard, you know, you know, ga- per game, you know, a yeah. hundred yards, uh, each game. And Eckler probably will get more of the touchdowns or whatever. I mean, I can. Truth is, like, I can see Isaiah Spiller being a little bit more like LT than Eckler is. Yeah. Because yeah. of his patience. Because remember, like. And his size, too. Yeah. His size is a little bit more around right. that same size, too. Right. For sure. Yeah. Because yep. yep. that, that's one of the things that I remember from LT a lot is that he would actually let the, like, the play develop a little bit. And he would kind of like you know you know run in a little bit, uh, kind of and kind of stutter a little bit, and just see where the opening's at, and just you know hit that oh. hole, 
hit that hole. Hit that hole. Hit that That's right. Hit that hole. But then he's also from Texas, too, or right. at least yeah. he played for also Texas, Texas. Uh, school. So yeah, exactly. There is that connection there. So right. And LT even talked about Spiller, too. Mm -hmm. Said that would be one of the best backs to get right now. Right. That's and right. He, yeah, he, he said he said that's his boy, right? So, you know, I mean, it's 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 real. Look, I think I think Spiller's going to be fantastic. I think he will do great. You know, and then you talked about Roundtree, too, James. I mean, I think Roundtree's on number three. Um, yep. but man, is Roundtree going to be the guy, right? You know, yeah. the one thing I will say overall, though, I will say this, this is the second year for all of these players again, right? So in the same offense, well, not the rookies, obviously, but, but the, but the players that are returning, right? So yeah. who knows Roundtree might do well, right? I mean, he might play, I mean, I'm sure he'll come in for, have a couple touches here and there. Um, but you know, he was definitely a special teamer as well too, but, but it will be interesting to see, you know, how it progresses. I mean, I'm sure he'll get some touches here and there as well too. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I know, um, you know, I, I do think we should talk to, about Zion briefly before we kind of move on. I yeah, mean, sure. I think he's going to be absolutely amazing. So, you know, Zion, uh, Mount Zion, right? Right, Kyle? That's right. That's right. Mount Zion. That's right. Mount Zion, dude, he is so big. I, I was, I was, I was watching something, and I was like, I looked at, I was like, is that his arms? Dude, his arms are just huge. <laughs> they look like tree trunks. And I was like, and here's the thing, I, I thought about this a lot, right? I always, I look at linemen. Those are the guys that eat a lot of, you know, hamburgers, pizza, you know, <laughs> butt and gut, right? Just kind of immovable. Thighs and now, baby. Thighs and buys, bro. I'm telling you, that guy is just. <laughs> Big. He is just big. And, and again, we talked about we were talking about the running game. Zion will help the running game on the right side. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That is absolutely huge. Because remember, last year we did not what? What is it? Six yards on the left side. We averaged three yards on the right side. Mm -hmm. He's going to help with the running game big time. I mean, he's the one you know protecting you know the direct line of pressure and then also helping with the running game. So, yeah, I think he's going to be fantastic. I think he's going to be an absolutely amazing. Um, you know, for us this next year, but I don't know. What, what are you guys' thoughts on Zion? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's adding a, a rookie to the right side, um, but Zion basically did really well during college, obviously, and yeah. you'd really hope he'd kind of bring in that same fire too. You know, there there is a side to me that, you know, I wouldn't mind just having them sign Odeo Bushi just to have him in the back end too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know if he wants to be a starter, which I'm sure he would like to be a starter. I'm hoping, hoping the knee is going fine. But just to be able to have that guy that was in the system last year yeah. kind of yeah, help out sure. Zion, too. So it's it kind of goes back to like when Herbert was talking a little bit about Chase Daniels and just having him as kind of a secondary coach, per yeah. se. And so we like to have layers of guys that have been in the system, too. I mean, you could also say Brandon Hymas was obviously there last year, too, and was in the system, too, and he could be that guy, too. But... I mean, I'm stoked to be able to have another Zion Johnson and a guy that actually did really well against top talent that got drafted too. Right. Um, and and I think, yeah. to be honest, he could be just a great addition to that right side, hopefully stabilize that right side because yeah. we cannot be a one-dimensional-based team and we yeah, cannot exactly be predictable correct. at all. And so yeah. I, my hopes is that he's going to be a Rashawn Slater for us this year where it's like, wow, we got another catalyst on the O-line kind of thing. And that's where my hopes is with him. Now we all think Big that time. every player that we draft is, is a hall of famer all of a sudden, but you know, that's just, you know, 
you can't, MVP, you can't Zion, take that. Zion, that's Mount Zion's going to get MVP this year, bro. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First O lineman that'll ever get MVP. You know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's, that's let's just, keep it realistic, yeah. bro. Let's uh, keep yeah. it realistic. Uh, yeah, man, that's all good. It's hey, well, he can be a pro bowler for sure, though. That's possible. Yeah, there you go. We'll all, take it. Hey, maybe I'll I could put that. a bet on that. Do you think Vegas will take that bet? Yeah, well, I'm sure Vegas they will. Take that bet. Yeah, they take your money yeah. anytime. Yeah, they'll take. They don't take that money any day. They'll, that's they'll free money. money. That's free money. Yeah, shoot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, well, you know, what I was gonna say is that, like, realistically, like, I think. I, I know this is not going to happen, but what I would actually love to see the line ha- happen for offensive line is that we go from left to right, Slater, and then Zion Johnson, uh, and then Blinsley, and then uh, Abushi there, and then Filer. And then, yeah. like, yeah, I, w- I would actually want uh, him to be on that side. Or just because I want to have somebody there, like a veteran, on that right side as well. Because, yeah, I mean... Like, I don't know. It's always so hard. I mean, sure, we can ha- say that Storm Norton is the veteran that um, could kind of help or kind of, you know, talk to uh, Zion about what he should do, whatever. But I would, I still would really like to see Filer move to that right side. And then Zion can do the left side where he actually was playing in college instead. But, yeah. I mean, I think Staley just kind of was adamant in saying that, no, he's going to be on the right side. He's going to be yeah. right guard over there. So, like okay, cool, you know, um, because I mean, I really do still like Sawyer for the um, the right tackle position, and because yeah. I think he really has the best shot to take it away from Storm Norton. But if yeah. that's if that's gonna happen, then I really want some a veteran on that side to kind of like help, you know, like get yeah. and kind of direct the rookie a little bit more. So. Yeah. Okay, well, yep. what one one veteran you're not talking about is Trey Pipkins, That's right? True. That's true. Yeah, he played he yep. played both sides, left right. and right tackle right. last year. I mean, one game, right? right? I think people want Pipkins to work out. Yeah, I think people want him to work out. I, and just just so you know, this on the podcast, we are probably going to be talking about this a lot, right? Because this story right. is going to be changing a ton. And you know, OTAs, training camp, you know, everything. It's it's yeah. that conversation is going to be pretty much top of mind for everybody right so we don't want to beat a dead horse but hey sure. give us your opinion right let yeah. us know what you think down down below now i will say this before we move on to the the defense which i think is going to be more spicy more interesting as well too because look we already know what the offense is doing. why is it spicy spicy <laughs> a spicy meatball, spicy meatball. <laughs> Wait, go, dude. Damn. <laughs> but but um i still in in just one thought i had I really don't think the Chargers are done making moves for a Super Bowl run. I still think they could trade people off. Um, look, get a six-round pick, a seventh-round pick. I could see them start to trade some of these people off. Fine. We don't have a spot for you. Go, go to, you know, go to Green Bay. Go to wherever, you know. And, and yeah. hey, we'll take a six-round pick. We'll take a whatever, you know. Yeah. So I could see a lot of this sort of shaping up when we get close to training camp. Um, all right. Well, we're we're deep here. Let's let's go. Let's let's put some people on the training block. Let's go get some 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 more depth picks. So, I don't know. Before we switch to defense, what's you guys' thoughts on that? You think that can happen, or 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 am I am I off base on? Because look, this is a Super Bowl year. We want to win a Super Bowl. Yep. It is clear they're willing to give everything we need to to, to make it happen. Yeah. What's your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah. You know. Um... Kyle and I were taking a look at just like the salary cap, the current situation too. And I mean, there's there's a little bit of money that they still have. I mean, 
Yeah. Not to say they're going to sign like some big, big free agent of whatnot, but if they do inherit a contract from a bigger yeah. free agent, they have that ability to be able to take it in. And so, yeah. you know, you never know. I mean, this is such an unpredictable like off season and a very uncharacteristic off season for us. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, what, what's, I mean, as charger fans and us being charger fans for decades, yeah. I mean, I've never seen We've an never offseason seen. like this. Yeah, and this yeah, is never. just insane. And uh, there was actually a post on one of the uh, Chargers chat threads where he was like, there was person putting like a really nice positive post. <laughs> nice positive post, I guess. I mean, <laughs> just being everything's puppy dogs and butterflies with the Chargers. Um, <laughs> but he basically was saying like, this is the first time I've seen this front office actually looking to try to win. Yeah. And like, yeah. yep. It's a very, it's been a very long time, even to say all of Philip Rivers' career outside yeah. of the mid 2000s. It was just like, well, we'll see what happens. We hope it's going to be this. And then it yeah. doesn't yeah. end up that way. Right. I mean, they made a lot of bold moves going into this offseason. And it's exciting as any fan out there to be able to watch this and see this happen. Like, I, I really don't know. And there's a serious threat for the NFL right now. And a lot of teams in the AFC, like even he was talking about the guy who did the post. Uh, he's out of KC and they're just saying, yeah, there's guys that think that the Chargers are going to win the division and sky's the limit from that point, 13 and yep. four, potentially like, will that get you a first round buy too? like, are we going to have home field advantage? Like, I mean, there's so many things that we could really go with this, that this off season has just been so uncharacteristic. What if they go after o Odell Beckham jr. Just to add another wide yep. receiver to this team. Like, Sheesh. Yeah. Who knows? Sheesh, that, who that, knows? Hey, hey, we'll pay him in Bitcoin. We'll pay him in Bitcoin. Right. It's cheap now. Yeah, it's cheap, cheap now. That's, that's what he right. got paid last yeah, year. Cheap. You're cheap free agent now. <laughs> that's right. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I mean, there's total possibilities. And obviously, going into camp and the preseason, there's cuts for veterans. There's trades sure. that happen. Yep. I mean, if we're going to lead into defense, we could talk a little bit more about that. But I'm going to let Kyle talk about certain players that could get thrown off to other teams, but sure. I'll throw it over to Kyle and let him get uh, his thoughts on the off season so far and the team, uh, the potential we could be going and with whatever right. player. You know? Yeah, exactly. Right, right. I mean, I mean, here's, here's the biggest thing though, too, is like when it comes to, um, yeah, the chargers aren't done, but I think, yeah. you know, cause that, because, you know, waivers are coming up in June. Um, and I think there's going to, we're going to start seeing some people getting cut, already here in June. Uh, yeah. And, yep. you know, I don't know if they're going to get traded or I don't know if they're just going to get let go, uh, you know, but, you know, the first cut is going to happen um, in June. And the question is, will it cut? I don't know. I, that, that was one of those <laughs> forged and fire things. You know, forged and fire, forged and fire. fire. It will <laughs> cut. It will cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um because you know, obviously that that will like obviously open up some uh, salary cap for us, and um, there's a certain player who I think is going to get cut in June, uh, and I, I don't want to get too much into that because he's definitely on the defense, and some of you guys might know who I'm talking about, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, we'll uh, yeah yeah yeah. So, but let's we'll, just we'll jump into, into that it. for sure. But bottom line is too yeah. is like no, this team is hungry and 100%. They're not done. Um, and if they don't like what they see already this soon in OTAs, it's it's going to happen, man. They're, people yep, yep. people are getting getting thrown out. So, Bull Bros.
Well, Man. all right, guys. So uh, we'll wrap up there. Um, but like I said, you know, as always, please rate, review, drop a like, throw throw your opinions down there, guys. Mm-hmm. Agree, disagree with us. You know, we, we want to have a conversation with our fans, our fans, uh, the fans of the Chargers. That's right. And, uh, you know, discuss, you know, hey, where should we make some moves, right? Where, where are these things going to happen, right? And so, you know, subscribe and follow the podcast. Again, we're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on the tubes. You all know that. <laughs> the big tubes. Um, but, again, you know, as as always, I'm Andrew, and I'm, I'm joined with my two co-hosts, Kyle and James. Um, thanks for listening. Let's get out of here. Bolt Bros, we out. Bolt Bros. Let's go. We done. Boom. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs>